Welcome to the recap where we sit down and we talk about church life. Uh, we talk about the message and kind of what God is doing in the life of our church uh, right now. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. Absolutely. So we just wrapped up uh, Revival. And uh, one of the things you said at the top of your message was it's our responsibility as God's people to continue to fan the flames of revival. And I thought that was so good because it's easy to be all excited and be like, have that be that on fire. But we like we have to keep that going. Right. We have to keep searching. We have to keep going at his feet and just uh, just leaning on him to continue yeah. to do what he's doing. Yeah, that's so good. Um, so true, um, because we know. Life is a roller coaster yeah. of mountaintops and valleys, right? Mountaintops yes. <laughs> and valleys. And so we know that we can't be led by our emotions. Yeah. And, and, emotions are okay. I mean, they're real. Yeah. God gave us emotions. But what we do with those and how we um, control them versus allowing them to dictate our lives. And so yeah. as Christians, um, we can either have a really good month of emotions and get excited and pumped up and fired up, run around a room, or we can say, hey, how did God speak to me? And, and yeah. how can I fan that in, in my circle of influence? Absolutely. And at, through Revival, one of the things that we celebrated was that we had 15 people say yes to Jesus. And we had seven straight worship experiences, including this past weekend, where people were getting baptized. I mean, how cool is that? that that's just <laughs> that's something like it's something to always remind us right. of why why we do what we do, why we just keep pushing forward, um, and just really trying to build His church. And that's what you talked about this past weekend, was just God's church and the part that we get to play in that story. And you opened up with uh, the history of local churches, and I just love uh, your heart not to, we're not in competition with any other church, it's just how you honored other churches, and you, we're all in this together trying to reach this community. It's not just the Journey Church doing this. It's like, man, we need, we need those other churches. Absolutely. Their history is important. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, and it was fun um, to do the research and, yeah. and learn um, the existence and how long uh, they've been doing it, and you know, some of the churches, um, I couldn't find anything on their website, so I actually made some phone calls. I had to <laughs> talk to John Casper and, yeah. and Mike from Mercy Hill um, and, and Adam from Amelia Baptist and said, hey, just tell me the history uh, of the church. And yes. So that was really cool. So we looked at, in the book of Acts, um, really chapter 2 is like the birth of the church, where they started with 140, 120 people, then they just grew to the myriads and just continue exploding. And the, you talked about the first weekend we ever had a public worship experience as the Journey Church. And you said, what if what, what, if what happened right here where we see that the gospel is spreading so quickly, so many people being impacted, happened right here, right here in our community? What, what would that look like? And you um, talked about how in Matthew 28, it was like Jesus said, go. Like, this is, this is what I'm commanding. This is what I'm telling you to do. Get out and go. Um, and really, like, the church was built around a conviction to go. Can you build off of that for just a moment on uh, what, what what spell that out? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes um, we read Scripture and we think that it was just for them. Mm -hmm. Like we're reading a history book yeah. about someone. Um, but the Bible's so different because it's alive. And so it's just as much for us today as it was for them. Yeah. If it was just for them... Jesus would have never said, I'm with you to the end of the age. Right. Right. So that's the promise that 
the very thing that I'm calling you to do, to go, to move, um, to be about my business, not yours, right. um, is it's for us today. And if it was just for them, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> There'd be no reason for the church. There'd yeah. be no reason for us. Uh, I mean, after salvation, he would just take us home. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be over. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, if we don't build um, who we are as a church around the Great Commission, yeah, now we've missed it. We've missed the very thing he's called us to do. And what, one of the things you talked about, too, was that, like, as the church, like, wh what we do is all about reaching people. If the church is not in the community, active in the community, visible, um, then we're really missing the mark. And just one example of that that I always think of is today is Tuesday. Um, <laughs> if you're joining, no matter whether you're joining us, to, for us, it's Tuesday. Yes, yes. And our, our authentic impact, we give out food to families in need um, in our community, but, like, we don't just give out food. Like, there, there's a team of people right now, like, when people come through, like, we're actively praying for them because what, what they're dealing with, what they're going through is real. Right. And we, no one needs to feel alone in that because we're made to share each other's burdens, walk through life together and just praying over them. And just it's amazing the team that continues to do that because we hear amazing stories. First Wednesday, we heard a, a great story uh, from one of our team members. She just she loves like that's her ministry. That's how she gets to serve our community. Yeah. And it's so cool. Uh, to see how God has um, touched that ministry and just multiplied it. Yeah. Uh, because anytime I'm in a vision series, I go back and look at my old messages because I keep a folder of everything. Right. And I was looking back over an old message from 2000, I think 16 or 17. And it said, we have over 500 people coming through our outreach every week. Yeah. And I thought, God has doubled yeah. that and since then. Absolutely. And, and so to see the increase that he's given to that, and, and it is so much more than food. We want to help people who are in need. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, um, they're being prayed with. Mm -hmm. um, we just added um, where they can turn to an FM A radio station, radio station yeah. and, and listen to updated news for the church, hear the past message. Yeah. And so, again, um, the gospel's going forth. Yeah, always trying to figure out a way, because uh, as with most things in life, uh, we had to pivot recently in how we uh, we did things, and we're always trying to figure out the way we did it before, um, as we grow, we, we have to continue to meet people's needs, but right. we have to figure out new ways new to continue to do that. Yeah. And yeah. it's just really as part of, as part of uh, sharing the gospel, doing discipleship, is the message that we have isn't going to change, but the method we use to do it um, yeah. does. And yeah. one of the things you talked about this weekend was with an axe and how people, like there wasn't the Bible. People's lives and their stories were what people experienced. That's how they knew the gospel. That's how it spread so quickly. And one of the uh, verses you used was Romans one sixteen, And I'm not ashamed of the gospel, but you had a little blurb in there. You said, I'm not ashamed of my Jesus story. I'm not ashamed of what God has done to me. And you just challenged us all with sharing our Jesus stories because that's, that's how the early ch church grew. Um, our Jesus story is not just something we share, it's our identity. Can you just like expound on that just for a moment? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, for me personally, um, my life changed at the age of 18, all because someone decided to tell me about their faith and invite me um, to student camp. And on the second night, uh, I, I surrendered my life to Christ, and it it's never been the same. 
And so uh, our testimonies are impactful. Um, our stories are powerful because it's really not a story about us. It's about what God's done in us and through us. Yeah. And so that's the game changer. And so people have been posting all over social media um, their Jesus story. Yes. And it's so cool because no two stories are the same. No, that's that's the beauty of it is like, I mean, we're all we're all experts on our own story and what God has done in our <laughs> life. But our story is one of the most powerful tools we have in our tool belt to really share yeah, the gospel and absolutely. to share with people. Because you talked about this past weekend that social media um, really is just a place of all sorts of stuff going on. But people who don't know Christ, they're not they're not reading the Bible. And so what really we have a chance to be the gospel. They get yeah. to hear the gospel from us and what we share, what we post, how we just live our lives at the end of the day. And maybe some people join us, they don't know, like, well, I don't know how to share my story. Because sometimes people overshare. They're like, yeah, whenever, yeah, I, whenever yeah, I was five yeah. years old, right, right. And it goes I, all I was born through. at a very young age. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So how, uh, like in a practical way, like how can we break down someone, helping someone, like where do they, they don't know where to start. Yeah, I, I always think about Rick Lee, who was our discipleship pastor on yes. staff for many years and now retired and chasing grandchildren and <laughs> enjoying um, retirement. But um, he used to always say in our uh, class, um, discover the journey, right? Keep it short, right? Yeah. Five minutes or less. Yeah. And I used to be this, right, mm -hmm. before Jesus and Jesus did this. Yeah. And, um, you know, as Christians, when we first give our lives to Christ, we don't understand the Bible completely. No. We don't know it from... Still, I'm still working yeah, on well, it. We're, <laughs> st we're a work in progress, right? I, I'm still a work in progress. And so a lot of people think, well, I don't understand the Bible. Someone might ask me a question that I can't answer, and so I, I just won't say anything. Yeah. And, and you miss such an incredible opportunity um, just to say, man, Jesus changed my life. Like, yes. I was over here in this mess, like, chasing darkness, chasing the devil, yeah. and I had this defining moment, you know, where I repented of my sins, gave my life, surrendered, and he took all that away. Yeah. Removed all of it. And so it's easy to to do that on social media. I mean, but it's also with your friends and family. Like yeah. so, sometimes it's really good just to, like if you know somebody who maybe they're walking through something, like that can be a great part of your story where you can, maybe you can relate to them and just sort of share what God did in those times too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just a, a quick reminder that, you know, our actions speak louder than our words. Yeah. And so, you know, God changes us from the inside out. And so when there's, been that transformation there's going to be life change yeah. now again you're a work in progress right yeah. some things god takes away immediately and other things you got to work through yeah um but people recognize yeah. when something's happened i remember um i didn't have to tell my family now, i was a little like junior holy spirit like i just <laughs> wanted all them to get saved and tell them how bad they were yeah um and so yeah maybe came at the wrong angle, yeah. but, I mean, they knew something had changed, but they also knew the old Daryl better than anyone else. Yeah. And so that was always the tension of, you know, your family sometimes is the most difficult 
Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so to as, buy in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because well, they, they knew who you were right, before. Right, right, right. Like, oh, <laughs> I know you, bro. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> so as we wrap up, I just want to take a few moments to ask you just to pray for us. Uh, one, pray for those sharing their stories. Anytime, um, one of the things you talk about this weekend is uh, that uh, when we shine lights on things like the the devil, he like he lives in that darkness, and he wants to keep those things closed. Anytime we share... Oftentimes we can come under an attack. Um, something it's, stuff can happen where it's like, man, I just really tried to share the gospel, but then now all of a sudden all the whirlwind, I, I blew a tire, just all of those just <laughs> random stuff to where now it's, life feels like it's trying to beat you down. Right. Uh, but also just for the uh, the boldness for people just to share their story. Yeah, to have the courage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be honored to do that. Real fast though, this weekend is week two. Yes. Um, for heart for the house. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do a message entitled, What You See is What You Get. Yeah. And um, gonna, we're, we're going to look at the story of the children of Israel mm. and, you know, how God had given them the promised land. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a three-day journey, and we're going to find them two years in, and yes. they're stuck. They took the scenic route. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> took, yeah. And, and some of them never got to see the very thing God promised um, because um, they saw with the wrong eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, and I, you know, I see that all the time with churches and with Christians. Yeah. And so if we're ever going to be the church God wants us to be, I mean, we have to see through the lens of faith yeah. versus the lens of fear. Well, it's easy on a Sunday to be like, man, I've been, I've been here all day long. But no, just remember, like, like this past weekend, it's no mistake, you talked about the birth of the church and then people gave their lives to Christ. It wasn't yeah. even like a full, like, salvation pushes at the end. It's like, how can you not talk about this without presenting the gospel? And people right. said yes to Jesus. Like, that's, that's just a reminder. On those long days, people's eternity right. is shifting. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you um, that we get to um, be a part of this recap. Uh, because ultimately, Father, we are recapping um, the very thing that you did and are continuing to do in our lives and in the life of our church. And so, Father, I pray for every um, Christian, every Christ follower, every believer, um, God, who uh, maybe is new to their faith or maybe just haven't matured to a place of um, having the courage um, to share their Jesus story. I pray, God, that you would give them boldness, that you would give them courage, God, that you would remind them that even if they've failed, if they've dropped the ball, fumbled the ball, um, that, God, you um, God, you still love them. God, you still have a purpose and a plan for their life. Uh, there's no condemnation uh, because of you, your son. And so, God, I pray that as a church, God, that you would raise us up um, to continue to be a lighthouse in this community. We pray for other churches and other pastors. God, we are stronger together. Thank you for every church in our community um, who reaches people with the gospel. Uh, we're grateful. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.